Welcome, Sojourners. This is Jonathan from Sojourners Awake. This is part five of Escape from Skull Island. The Sojourners have broken through the pirate defenses, entered into the volcanic rock underground in search of the Fire Newt Temple. And in this temple, they hope to find a celestial key that will unlock the Dawn Walker, a wonderful ship of ancient lore and most importantly, their means of escape from Captain Festerwound. And so for now, our story continues. Only a little time ago, you boarded the Enchanted Lady, but were captured by Captain Festerwound of the Stygian Carriage. Ten souls for the undertow, ten souls for him below. This mad captain made rash bargains, and you have been caught in the middle of it. And suddenly you became aware that you were to be the offering from captain to Sokola, shark god of Sahuagin, in exchange for his freedom to move about the open seas, roaming and pillaging. Eventually, eventually first mate Aram, an auburn-haired man, Reveal to you the hidden ship on the edge of the cove, the Dawnwalker, and showed you a shortcut to take through the volcanic mountains. If you were to retrieve the key to the ship currently held by the overlording cannibalistic fire newts and bring it to him, he would certainly aid in your escape, for he also wished to relieve himself from Festerwound's ridiculous packs with otherworldly beings. He offered what he could to help you in your jailbreak in the form of various distractions. And after a brave escape from the jail cell, a near miss from being recaptured, the sojourners headed to the black volcanic rock tunnel, breathing in the noxious odors and bonding together in their harrowing journey. And so for now, our story continues. So before you now, in this black wall, uh, this black rock, you see a rocky climb. Um, to your left and your right, you see miles and miles of tunnel. But the highest area, um, your back is leaning up against this rock wall. One of you is laying down, sleeping. And um, I'm going to say, let's just make it fair. I'll do a d20 for each of you, Vladimir, Ellie. Caspian, Ellie and Caspian, you awake. Vladimir is in between nodding off, catching up on that short rest. In the quietness of this tunnel, you have a chance to recount your adventure, your plan, and what you believe to be your salvation in achieving the Dawnwalker. Much like friends locked away in an elevator, much like companions on a long flight, you have a moment to recount the adventure so far. Ellie, are you awake? I'm always awake. I never fall asleep on a mission. Too good for that. I'm sure. <sighs> I'm almost right now. 
I'm just swatting away <laughs> your words to make it feel better. Maybe that'll <laughs> lessen your voice. <laughs> you have any idea? For all those we're... nice things I said about you. <laughs> Steel Defender turns right, turns left, keeps a close watch, and then resumes a pose, sitting solidly at your feet. Any, uh, any idea what we're going to do? Uh, I think we're stealing a boat. <clears throat> right. I mean, I know we were supposed to, like, get the keys to the thing and take them to the guy, but I don't see why we can't just take the boat ourselves. Well, I mean, I know how to sail. I know how to swim, in case you don't know how to sail. Yes, but, well, I know how to swim, too. It's not as well as you. You think we should just keep them? Can you talk to animals? Can you talk to sharks? I can you like pirates. <laughs> can you, like, can you, like, call the whales to us and we can just, like, ride away on a dolphin? You know what? Well, I think I'm going to make my uh, chances to swim out in the ocean. <laughs> but there's a perfectly good boat, and it's got a cool name. Stormbreaker, we we could be our own pirates. Oh no, I don't want to be a pirate. I'm trying to stop being a criminal. I'm not a criminal. I've never been a. I'm just not a criminal anymore. Are <laughs> <laughs> you? I That's changed like, my ways. <laughs> I twist my I'm head a little bit. Are you and look away? <laughs> Shake my head. Remind me again well, what Vladimir looks like. Um, he has uh, he's olive, pale olive skin with uh, long, uh, silvery gray hair, um, sharp features, um, silver eyes, matches hair, and he's toned. And he's uh, he, he looks like he works out quite a bit, Good though uh, covered with scars. Caspian, you hear El, uh, Ellie just going on about seizing this opportunity. It does occur to you that so far the information that's been laid before you is the one who owns the key owns the ship. Well, I think you said you don't want to be a criminal anymore. No. But I assume you want to make money. Oh, yes. Definitely want to make money. That is the dream. I imagine there are people who would pay money if we stopped pirates. But we'd need a ship first. And it seems like this key controls the ship. Getting paid to be bounty hunters. I like But this. what if there's not actually someone to pay us? We still get paid when we bring what in pirates. What if we die? Oh. I'll give you a proper burial. I don't think that you and will. I'll take your portion. <laughs> you raise an excellent point. Death is something I am trying to avoid. For as long as possible. Very good at avoiding death. So we could take uh, the boat and kill the pirates. I mean, sorry. Stop, stop the, pirates. the pirates. And, uh get paid, sell the boat, lots of profit. Also works. All of these scenarios, though, rely on us not 
standing over the boat. Okay. Or dying. Well, or we dying. could we can let Aram come along. He can be the uh, cabin boy. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, I think he'd make a good cabin boy. As long that's as I get to be captain. Can I be yeah. captain? Do you know how to run a boat? I do know how to run a boat. Ah. <laughs> I know very well how to run a boat. It's in my tragic backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir, you are fully awake at this moment, and your senses are beginning to pick up your elven senses, and you determine the correct way to move through this tunnel. How do you proceed? Well, first I don my armor and grab my weapon place it on my little uh, holster behind my back. And what weapon is that? The maul. The bone dra- dragon bone maul that I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it a great sword. <laughs> but I'm attached to your maul at this point. No, it's a maul. It's a maul. But anyway, you are you're providing the navigation um, as your elf senses are coming into play, but how do you lead the party? I'm going to ask uh, if everybody's ready to go, and I'll just uh, as soon as they said yes, I'll start marching ahead. It's kind of like feeling the walls. If I I could see, actually. Um, uh, <clears throat> how do I see in these tunnels? Norma Elf, 60 foot dark vision. Pretty good. You can make your survival check. Uh, critical fail. <laughs> Already? <laughs> Get him <All> out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you see it before it happens, but you felt the pressure of these steam vents beginning to pop open and rise, and you can almost predict that rhythm of those vents opening one by one. But it's not you who takes the brunt of these steam vents. My friend, you will have to roll to determine which one of your patri- your compatriots is affected by this Ellie odd number. And Caspian, even, please roll it. D6. He's probably going to just shove me in the way. So sorry. Two. That's Even. Caspian. That's Caspian. Okay. No. All right. So Caspian <laughs> take by by your doing, by your navigation somehow. And you can hear what you do is you hear that rhythm, Vladimir, of the steam vents beginning to open, open up. You're leading the way. Ellie's uh, immediately behind you and Caspian's following along. You're going along this very natural black rock cavern. Take it away. You know, Vladimir, I'm, I'm really starting to trust your judgment. I find more... Hey, in, I'm uh, not the ranger here. Nothing <laughs> can go wrong. I'm just going the opposite way of our entrance. You want me to go first? <laughs> I'm really good at this underground navigation thing. It's just whatever somewhere. it's worth. You okay. can't be worse than Vladimir. I will happily take my chances. Please. I, I kind of scoot away and like, yeah. like uh, gesture both arms to like let her pass. Okay. I can you. But... Don't thunder smite me, okay? I wouldn't waste one of my spell slots on you, don't worry. <laughs> and as you're, interchang- <laughs> as you're interchanging, Caspian just walks right by you and your foot steps on that little pressure area. The ground crumbles beneath it and this large vent of steam just erupts on your skin. 16 points of damage you take <laughs> upon a failed deck save. So please roll a deck save. Please be dexterous. Got an eight. Plus, wait, sex save, one. All right, I got nine. <laughs> All right, take your 16 points of damage. <laughs> I am at 19 now. 
Ellie immediately panics. <laughs> you panic? Indeed. Roll a deck save, then. That is going to be 18. 18. Wonderful. Uh, panicking and moving around, you move around this steam vent. You're in front of Caspian. Um, the vents are beginning to erupt as this trap has been sprung. So, Ellie, you've already moved in front. Vladimir, you're now behind. The steam vents are beginning to open up like a pipe that has burst. They're bursting all around you in random directions. In this bullet time experience, Vladimir, you are still leading the party. <laughs> so, from what I've said, the tunnel continues to snake downwards into the underdark. It's getting hotter, though, and that odor, that noxious sulfur, sulfur is beginning to fill up this room, this small tunnel. So, in this split-second decision, what do you think you would be doing? I think Vladimir would just book it. He he, okay. <laughs> just like run. He have he doesn't know what's what's uh would be happening. Athletic so things are just trying to fly up, you know, uh, all around. I think he'd he'd uh, just say run, and I just bolt. <laughs> That's gonna be an athletics check. Ellie, right. in this split second decision, Vladimir just pushes past you with a command. Leaving us here to die. Uh, first, I'd like to make sure that Cass is on his feet, and then I'd just be like, uh, "Okay, well, come on!" And then I yeah, I'll chase after. But I am using uh, my kind of senses to try to navigate through the vents because I'd really rather do acrobatics than athletics. <laughs> which, which which senses did you say? Just like um, my you know my instincts to kind of look ahead with my superior dark vision and see what looks like a fission in the ground. And uh, uh, you're, you're, through. Yeah, and the vents are just popping off left and right and down, and you're ducking and weaving. And once again, I feel like Caspian's gotten drug a lot in this game. <laughs> so you're right. pulling him. Let's go. So, yeah, you do an acrobatics <laughs> check, but Caspian, in the split second, like, you're not acrobatic you're not athletic you're kind of getting drug along so you need to use something else your steel defender is just following obediently behind you though robo dog um, robo dog basically i think he's a raccoon actually oh. i'm pretty sure i said he was going to be a raccoon, a raccoon uh, i wish i had chosen something better i can't you keep know, track maybe... of these animals so was yeah a think... cub or something that's oh, your you know game what? dude oh yeah it was a bear I... cub though no! It was because right. I thought about that when you pulled out the other bear cub that was double bear cubs. Mm -hmm. Oh, so maybe it was. I, I think I debated doing the, uh, I think I debated doing the raccoon, but you decided... You make it a tonicky raccoon dog. <laughs> kind of wish I, I'd stuck with raccoon, but that's okay. Um, okay. I'm going it's to... Clunk, clunk, bear following along. <laughs> a little bear, though. I guess bears um, are pretty agile. Can I jump on my... Ooh. That's cool. On my bear? <laughs> you can jump on. So you just... You, you're I'm holding on to you, it You lose... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think so. Uh, you lose an article of clothing. Your outer clothing. Uh, so shirtless? Okay. Or, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I was going to say one of my boots, but yeah, you know, shirtless is I good. I don't know if she grabbed your boot, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. So Probably shirt. just grabbed his shoulder and pulled him along. I wasn't holding very tightly. Well, the, the bear goes in the opposite direction. And so gotcha. you're just left with like this shirt. His cloak. <laughs> Caspian's cloak. And 
you're you're off. You're doing great. You did really good on your roll, right, Ellie? Uh, yeah, I did 16 plus six. Or, I'm sorry, 19 plus six, so 25. All right, so you push right past that Vladimir, but to his detriment, Caspian. Um, that was a pretty smart move. So let's do. I wish there was like a mechanics check. Um, but I'm I'm thinking Arcana was probably the best thing for you. Okay. Yeah, there's no real mechanics yeah. check, so. All right. Oh, everything sucks. Three plus four is seven. Wow. Okay. I'm, Ellie, sorry, you're I'm the only one. You're the only guys. one making it. Yeah, you're the only one making it through these vents. Vladimir, um, you're also going to make a deck save as a steam vent erupts around you. Okay. And that's going to be fourteen 15. points of damage. You you succeed, so you only take seven points of steam damage. Blasting the side of your face. Press on, keeping up with Ellie. Caspian, a deck save, and I'll give you advantage since you're on your bear. Surfing the bear. Uh, I got another nine. Man. Hit <laughs> uh, new dice. Uh, I just swapped them out. <laughs> I have uh, all my dice in front of me. Also, 14 points of steam damage then. This one just roasts you. Your your animal steps right into the vent, and the ground begins to crack. And it just blasts up under your belly. And now shirtless, you just take the brunt of this damage. <laughs> your skin is just fried. And your entire heritage is coming out at this point. Um, this steam uh, acid damage. I, I, um, I have a resistance to acid. So... After the steam is the steam vent is over, and Vladimir, you rest your hand on a rock, and you're huffing and puffing. Ellie, you come springing to life with not a problem, not a care in the world. Clunk, clunk, clunk. This metal bear just falls over and crashes on the side. Caspian's true form is revealed in this time. Caspian, what do they see? So I'm on water jettison. Um, my skin is a lot bluer now. Um, my hair is definitely singed a little bit at this point. Um, I'm not looking great. Yes, Did he... I know you were Water Genasi? Because we established we knew each other, but we just we just met, right? Yeah. No, so I, no I had no one, idea. No I thought you were a wood elf. Okay. I just wanted to make sure so I could react appropriately. Yeah, he did. And you see he has this genie heritage, the the powers of the elemental plane of water flowing through his skin. You can see that translucent skin, his veins almost look like rivers underneath the ground. His eyes flash much like a fish. The lids close from side to side rather than up and down. And his hair, although it's singed, it begins to grow back in almost like this seaweed slime fashion and then resurrect into life as the Steam damage didn't do that much to him. Indeed, you only take half, Caspian. Thank God. <laughs> I was at five. And you're, and of course, your 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 bare chest, the luminescent green, blue algae iridescent, kind of shifting huh. back and forth. And Ellie, you can pick up most of this. And Vladimir, I'd like you to respond as well. Oh, oh yeah. I, Vladimir, I am. You take a double look. Like kind of like a little bit of a, um, not shock but surprise. Look in his face, and he's gonna clasp Caspian's shoulder with his left hand, and he's gonna go. 
Oh, you're a strange looking elf. Gosh, you turned blue! Are you okay? You look more like me now! I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on him now. I'm just touching like him, him for all eight. over. Eight for eight damage. Which is probably very for awkward, sorry. but eh. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, you're blue! So he healed you with like this really like deft insult. <laughs> You're the strangest elf I've ever seen. <laughs> Less than vicious mockery. Yeah. <laughs> Your bear looks pretty rough. Oh boy. Can we I have um... a not bear and a not elf? Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Why are you so concerned about your bear? You're blue. Something has happened to you. This might come as a surprise, but I've actually been blue my entire life. Are you one of those You didn't tell me? We've been uh, friends for like a up. week. I feel like it really didn't come up. You might have figured it out while I we mean, were about to die. No. Is that how fast it takes for you to grow oh, friendships? Drow. Yes. Okay. I, I'm short on friends, so I'll take what I can get right now. It's a strange looking sea elf. I've never seen one before, though. Uh, not not quite a, uh, a sea elf paladin, but... I'm certainly not human, as you would perhaps uh -oh. say. Neither am I. So, I think that much is clear. So you're okay. Everything's fine. This and I fine. don't need to worry. Here's Nothing your shirt back. About. I'm sorry. Thank you. By the way, I'm not a paladin, but thank you for the... Uh... <laughs> oh. Sorry, I thought you were. You're not a paladin? No, it's okay. No. I'm a, I'm a cleric. Okay, so... Never so knew it, that. It suddenly becomes aware of you that Vladimir is a holy man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you're not a very nice holy man. Do I have to be? Yeah, you're supposed to be like, you know, a light of your deity and, you know, try to get everybody to follow your deity. Is that what holy men do? I don't know. I kind of avoided them. Well, I'm more of the sword of my god, but a nice sword? Cool. Have you ever met a nice sword? I'm not quite familiar with one I've seen. Elian Caspian, the question comes to your mind, who is... Vladimir's God. Oh, I've mentioned him before. Oh, he's been to Coralel already a few times. So. Coralon, the, El the Elvish God. The one uh, God that you, your people used to worship back in the day. Oh, my people never worshipped any gods. Oh, uh, you mean like uh, my, 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 my blood people. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to <laughs> reiterate this. I've never met another drow in my life. Well, your teachings of your heritage so, ours is rather lacking, but perhaps one day I'll. My dad show was you. a fisherman. We worked with fish. Look at you, like I don't believe you. So, yeah. I'm, I'm... All the stuff you keep trying to blame on me, no idea what you're talking about. Caspian, during that time, you're repairing your, your metal bear 
Yeah. How, he how, looks like a raccoon you know, now. Yeah. What modifications and improvements are you making to it? Uh, it's gonna be no longer a bear. <laughs> gonna start there. Uh, this is gonna look like a kind of larger raccoon. Um, kind of like the size of like a bear cub, but not. That's pretty much it. I'm I'm not going to do too much, um, just because I don't have a whole lot on me at the moment. But maybe I'll have well, something. Are on. you giving it at opposable thumbs? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. Begin to feel it. Oh, go ahead, Vladimir. I'm gonna say, Vladimir would be kind of thinking he's a he's a strange like sea elf. He's never seen a sea elf. <laughs> And he's never seen a gana- uh, a, any Ganassi or anything, so he's that's where his mindset's at right now. <laughs> I love how you can tell something to Vladimir, and he's just like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Child of Lolf. Oh, there, there. You do worship spiders. You do worship spiders. <laughs> so I squished him. So, so this spider here now. Do you, do you want to touch it? <laughs> like, no, creepy. Get it away. Do you feel anything, some sort of tug to this creepy <laughs> creature right here? <laughs> nope, never a fan. I mean, I don't squish him. I catch them and I take them outside. But... The brood mother would be very vengeful against you if you did squish it. <laughs> oh, so if I squish it now, what do you think will happen? You want to see? <laughs> I squish the spider. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, roll a religion check. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it is... I don't even know what religion is because I've never rolled a religion check in my life. Of course. It is 21. Ooh. Wow. I would say something happens you didn't expect when you squish this spider. You had previously mentioned you normally take them outside, release them into the wild. This time you did it, it was impulsive. It was to prove a point to Vladimir. It was to shut him up. It was to end this this abysmal conversation about you and Lolf and Benzaberezin and all these things that have been stacked up and you just, the frustration's taken out. And as the, you squished the spider, you swear it looked at you right before that. Almost as if you can see into its million eyes and you felt a connection and a twinge in your heart as if you had damaged a piece of yourself and you don't you have that moment where you're not sure if you want to remove your hand and look at the contents underneath so i'll leave that to you so vladimir Tell me all about Coralon. <laughs> I let it go. You remove it. And your I just hand, kind of, yeah, yeah, just kind of start wiping it away. I'm definitely freaked out. I'm And shocked. I want nothing to do with this ever again. <laughs> I'm. That's forbidden, your people. I'm surprised you did that. Vladimir, it, oh. may, it may press you to continue this conversation as you move on through the tunnels, but we come to the scene where you. The three of you feel the heat beginning to rise, and you see this large, flowing lava river on your path. It leads into the entrance into this glorious fire new temple. 
Outside the, the large doors are two ceremonial guards keeping watch. Yet you are concealed behind this wonderful outcropping of rocks. Your eyes peek over, you can see the main entrance to this fantastic temple. It's hot. Heat is starting to create sweat on your body. Even sunburn part of your skin. As you put your hand on your raccoon to soothe it, to draw it close to you, even that metal alone, you instinctively pull away your reflexes, feel the heat of this raccoon hot. Oh, it is indeed like an oven in this area. You're doing something to bolster yourself, to bolster your constitution, if I could be so bold as to say, in this very oppressive environment. Please take a moment to plan and bolster your constitution. Can I infuse? Can I make two infusions while we're here? Oh, it seems like a great place to do that with your back up against the wall. Absolute cover, at least for now. Um, I'm going to infuse my shortbow with a repeating shot. Cool. Um, so our grants plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls. And then it ignores the loading property if it has it. Um, and then my armor, I'm going to infuse uh, enhanced defense. So that'll bring my armor class up to a 14. Okay. To keep that in mind. Good. Aid on us three. Mm. Okay. That's five extra um, uh, HP, max HP, increased by five. And then I'm going to heal myself, cure wounds, for nine. So I'll be up to uh, max. I'm just gonna like do like a prayer to Coraline. Then go, Ralph. If you want to learn about Coraline, I suggest you listen to my prayer first. I am listening intently. Then go, Coraline, Letharian. Please guide us. Let us use our your divine power to strike those who wish us harm. Protect us further into this unknown and I'm going to cast aid on us 5 HP and cast cure wounds on myself I'm trying really hard to have a connection to that prayer like I had to the spider yeah so I'll let Ellie see this as you're you know praying with your eyes open maybe not sure how to navigate this this religion you look over at the temple and you can see there is a embossed image at the face right above the door of a draconic elder evil wreathed in fire coiled in snakes imix the evil god of the fire elementals almost seems to the eyes seem to lock on to you during this prayer as if it's searching for intruders possibly looking for you who is uttering forth this ungodly prayer take a moment to respond Ellie and indicate to me in this oppressive and heat environment how are you bolstering your constitution so the demonic eyes were looking at me yes you, Not you're at the only one who's Vladimir. No, no well Vladimir is hidden behind this rock but you're you were the one who gotcha took the moment to kind of survey this area and look around and with your dark vision you could see 
like these eyes, just these two gods competing for your attention. I'm going to... So as he was praying, we were bolstering our constitution. I don't have any mechanic things to do, so everything's flavor. I'll have my, my hair is long, goes down to my waist. I usually wear it down. I'll tie it up and put it up so that it's cooler and then I'll roll kind of my sleeves up all the way so that I have just less covering my body um when so Coraline's doing his prayer and up until this point I've been in my life I've been very anti-religion uh until I just had that unfortunate glimpse with the spider about things I didn't want to learn about myself and my possible connection to a bloodline that I've never met uh so when Coraline, or the prayer to Coraline starts and I'm looking around and that demonic statue starts to like eyes on, eyes on me. I'm actually going to take a step behind Vladimir, like he'll protect me. Um, because he's the holy man here and I'm afraid. I like that. Um, everyone against the heat, this oppressive oven-like environment, roll your constitution save and you all get a plus three bonus to your constitution. Oh, wow. 18, I got a 23. I have a 21 with that plus three. Yeah, I got 21 as well. Wow. Yeah, this is a really like powerful moment between the three of you. Um, able to withstand some pretty intense heat between everything you've done from staying close to infusing your weapons with this arcane energy um, from your, your mental prowess and including the prayer Coralon seems to be working out very well in your favor so you're paying attention to something there's the obvious uh, front entrance with the two guards um, the large flowing river of lava as well as the oppressive heat how do you want to approach this temple knowing that the key is somewhere inside my medallion my half my crescent moon medallion of Coralon with uh, gems on the outer ring and I move forward slowly maybe we should maybe Moving we should try to find another way in I'd rather not walk through the front door with the demon eyes well demons can't hurt us wouldn't say us I agree. I would like to not go in there. Uh, might I suggest we send the raccoon ahead? If you're willing to make that sacrifice. No sacrifice at all. I'll, I'll build another, if anything. So you prepare this robotic raccoon. Again, it, the path very naturally goes down then a bridge going over the lava river and then before the two guards and then before the very open door to this temple, this colony. What do you do, Caspian? I'm going to uh, command my raccoon to attempt to, I guess, sneakily make its sneakily, I don't even know if that's a word, uh, attempt to sneak its way um, down the embankment towards the um towards the temple uh i'm gonna i'm telling it not to you know don't don't engage with anything here the the mission the point of this mission is reconnaissance 
not an assault. And uh, I'm whispering this, so out of the earshot of the other two, um, you can tell that it means, you know, the, the defender, despite how calloused I sound about building another one, uh, I am clearly possessive of my defender. So as open as this scene is, going down the natural path across the bridge of lava, straight to the front door, would be an incredibly high sneak check. Do you intend to proceed? Oh boy. Um, no, I'm going to, I think, have my uh, defender try to uh, rush to the side, maybe distract the guards. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do so, and they're they're very much on the lookout. They see the defender come up very quickly. Um, you see that they take a defensive an offensive stance. They grab both their spears. The spears tend to light up with a little bit of fire energy. They say a couple things. Look sharp. Look sharp. Here something comes. Something approaches, and then your raccoon just moves off to the side of the path, climbing into a little bit of the rock outcroppings. The volcanic shale just falls to the ground and boils, drops into the boiling lava and hisses and spits. If it continues moving, you notice that the fire newts maybe took one or two steps, but they didn't abandon their post. Um, Unless the raccoon does something else. Yeah, I think my raccoon is going to uh, attempt to perhaps to engage with them. Um, yeah, I'm going to attempt. Uh, it's going to attempt to, uh, I guess, swipe at one of them. Okay, so it now takes an aggressive approach, and yeah, so that seems very deceptive. So uh, I'll let you do either a deception check. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're deceiving, and you're like doing like a feint. Oh, awesome. I got a 15. Okay. Not too bad. Um, You get one surprise round. Quickly, you jump. The only problem is you're now standing on the bridge. The lava is flowing underneath. The fire newts approach, and then the raccoon jumps out of the rocky shale onto the bridge, and you get a surprise round. We're going to be in initiative now, so everyone roll initiative. Ooh. Six. Six. <laughs> Three. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me roll for them. One. Well, one. they got 21. <laughs> okay, How you, many are there? Just two? There's just two. Okay, the action economy's on our side. <laughs> what, what do these guards look like? Yeah, they're um, newts, right? Yeah, so they're like they look like salamanders that are standing on their hind legs. So they're very much anthropomorphic creatures. Uh, they look like newts. They're just standing tall. They're probably on the shorter end. I imagine five to six feet. Very much like some deranged god was trying to create this humanoid race of lizards. And uh, they, but they look very much like very large lizards. <laughs> Um, even their hands are a little bit unused to holding metal weapons. Um, and I would say from this point, you guys notice that their weapons seem to be pretty well-crafted. Uh, it would make any dwarf, you know, blush 
any giant drool over these fine black weapons. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll for attack, I guess. Yeah, you get a surprise round, so your steel defender is going to be sharing the same initiative as you, but of course you get that surprise round. Um, Only your defender does. Let's see. 14 plus 2 is 16. A 16. You're going for a 16. 1d8. So 6. Yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll, I'll you know, the raccoon swipes at the one that's nearest. Should I just roll again for uh, the steel defender for the sneak attack? Or. Ooh. What? Sneak attack. Oh, sorry. I thought I was surprised. I'm sorry. You get a surprise round, which means they don't do anything on their turn. Okay. Yeah. So that was the end of the steel defender's turn, correct? Right. Okay. Fire newts are now going to take their turn at the top of the initiative. So. Uh, they take their multi-attacks. They pull out their spears. The 15, 14, a 17, and a 20. Uh, armor class for the steel defenders, 15. Yeah, I think one of them missed. The 14 missed. So that's 16 points of damage to you. Though. 4 times 5 is 20. And you said 16? 16 points of damage. Okay, so it's it's at 4 health. They take their spears and they just stab into it. Not sure what's going on, but they recognize the metal. They see it... Um, trying to stab in between the plates. You can tell they've seen metal things before. And that's the end of their turn. So who was next? So Ellie, you see these fire newts just stabbing into the steel defender. Uh, They are very much occupied at this point. The door still stands. The river still flows. I would like to... um, Is there any stalagmites or stalactites I can hide behind? Easy enough. Uh, So I'd like to dash to wherever one is. Mm-hmm. We'll say here-ish. Yep. I'd like to hide, and then I would like to shoot at... Uh, they're both attacking the Steel Defenders. Definitely. I've got a 21. And then I have sneak attack, right? I have 2d6 okay. to add to it. 15 points of damage. Ooh. 20. Okay. So that one did a pretty nasty blow and definitely got his attention as he holds his side in panic um, stumbles back a little bit nearly dropping his weapon Yowch! that was a good shot I already I guess used my bonus action to hide to begin with but I'd like to try to remain hidden okay um, they can't really see me yet I don't know that's up to you um, you, you did indicate you were hiding so that's fair next okay. I'm going to uh, tough guy walk 30 feet <laughs> that's why we thought you were a paladin <laughs> yeah, clerics are usually kind, right? Paladins are the bold and brassy yeah. ones. Okay. And I'm going to like taunt, like stick out my hand out and just like um, wag guys, my uh, fingers, like, uh, come on over here. You guys are bold. Right in front of- <laughs> and I'm going to take dodge action. Okay. Cool, cool. Very, uh, yeah, um, you definitely got their attention. Just boom, 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 walking up on the bridge. How close did you want to get to them? Did you want to get within 30 feet to close the gap? Yeah. Okay, you're you're not on the bridge then. You're at the edge of the bridge. Caspian, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt to shoot them with my uh, short bow, which is infused. So Mm -hmm. it's 10 plus 5, so 16. Right on the money. Right on the money. Perfect. 7 to 7 damage before you see his lips ready to call out for assistance. 
he raises his neck, cranes it towards the tower, and the bow just boom, straight through his artery. He falls to the ground, clutching his black spear. Your raccoon just tearing into the other one. <laughs> come at me, come at me! With his opposable thumbs. <laughs> Actually. Wait. Yeah, bonus action and movement. Um, I'm gonna actually kind of stay where I am. Okay. Well, it's I think it's your defender's turn, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. The steel defender uh, takes my turn as well. Okay. Like at, at this, you know, right right after my turn, mm-hmm. um, would be the normal order. Um, I think it's going to attempt to grapple the spear with its opposable thumbs. <laughs> and it's going to be very angry, you know? If it could foam at the mouth, it would be right now. That's great. Um, Electricity's poured. Man, I love, I really want that to work so I bad. know that you live where you live because of your description of how raccoons are. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like I, I feel like this is coming from experience in your personal life. All right, let's uh, let, let's do an athletics check. Okay. Um. So my athletics, I get plus two bonus, uh, plus another two. Yeah, plus my uh, player bonus. So I rolled a natural one. So proficiency. Just take it. Nice. Just take it. <laughs> okay. Just take the spear. Raccoon's <laughs> gonna. Just snatch that spear out of his hand and just hiss at him. It's not even gonna like bite at him. It's gonna just hiss for intimidation. <laughs> oh man, it's working pretty good, especially with like Vladimir like just waltzing up, <laughs> like he owns the place. I mean, <laughs> it's it's looking pretty bad for these guys. Okay, uh, that's the bottom of the round. So the top of the round, this creature. Yeah, he's going to move out of range. He's sensing trouble. His comrade's down. Uh, he is turning. He's calling for help. He's using that six seconds, and he's cursing out in Draconic. He's not down yet, so he's calling out for help. He's sounding the alarm. Um, something to the effect of, We are under attack! The raccoons have come! He's weaponless. So he's going to move out of melee range and rush into the door. And as he calls, the door begins to drop down and close. So, Steel Defender, there is obvious that reaction, opportunity attack. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to uh, attack him. All right. Uh, Sixteen. Nah, Swat. Yeah, you'll All have right. to. Uh, no, not quite. I got a seven. Seven. In a time of great need. The foam. Slip on the foam, <laughs> fall to the ground. <laughs> okay, well, he's he's moving to safety, valuing his life. That door is starting to close. You can see this divin, those horrible elder eyes beginning to search for you and look around. Um, you hear a little bit of commotion here at the front door. Nevertheless... It is now Ellie's turn. So I don't have a newt to shoot at anymore? Uh, no. You see that okay. door, that drawbridge? It's not a drawbridge. I imagine it's like a sliding. What's well, a? It's a stone door, but it's sliding down Okay. very elegantly. Uh, I would like to... It's still going down, but I have no other targets, right? 
Right. Then I would like to try to shoot the demon in the eye. Easy enough. Okay. Do I need to roll anything? Attack? Uh, no, you don't, because you are indeed successful. You shoot it right in the eye, and much like the parrot that you so graciously put out of its misery last session, this eye just... um. You've, you've shot scrying warps before. Okay. And this one reacts just like that. It crackles and fizzes a little bit, and then the light just goes dark. The other eye flickers for just a little bit and then scans around the room looking for anything. So, you know what? You're going to have to make a stealth check. Okay. 18 plus 8. Oh! <laughs> So, whatever that, I don't bath. That's pretty good. 26. Um, Yeah. It searches around for you, but stealthily. You creep back behind that stalagmite. You can feel your heart pounding in your chest, knowing that it's the other eye is looking for you. This Mm -hmm. to view who just put out this surveillance system. Uh, Vladimir. It's just like we see the image of an eye just looking and scanning it, and it just looks down and sees this very proud elf <laughs> just standing <laughs> at the drawbridge. The eye blinks once or twice and just sees you waving at it, taunting it. <laughs> I'm going to continue the, the uh, tough guy walk, and I'm going to smack the other one, the other eye, with my mall if I can reach it. No, if you, if, you, yeah, if, if you want to put out the camera, that's easy enough. Um, the mall you would have to throw, though. It's kind of up there, about 25 feet on the wall. Oh, does this uh, Newt have a weapon I could toss? Uh, the raccoon has it. Oh. The raccoon would happily share said spear. There you go, may I? To the raccoon. Yeah, for sure. Have throw it. <laughs> Do whatever you have to, man. Come on. <laughs> get rid of that eye. I don't like the way it's looking at me. <laughs> you and me both, and I just uh, bolt it. It goes out dark. Last thing it sees is the spear made from its own kind. Smash, and the spear just sits there. Electricity crackles a little bit, and their surveillance goes dark. The door continues to drop. Caspian. Caspian's gonna dash towards the door. Um, just sees the opportunity and doesn't want to. Doesn't want to risk being locked outside. You intend to enter? Yeah. So Ellie and Vladimir, you see Caspian moving past you. You are indeed successful, Caspian, as you intend to enter. You have plenty of time to follow the newt. In fact, as you start to walk through, you can see that the you are hot on the trail of the newt. And the first thing you notice is this atrium. Uh, it's very ornate. The walls are much brighter than the black volcanic rock. If this was a black-skinned exterior, the inside would be made of pure gold and red colors, warm and bright and nearly blinding you as you walk in. It's ever so hot, um, but you were able to bolster your constitution previously with your energy, your arcane energy. Heat doesn't seem to affect you at this time, and it actually smells better in here. You almost see the reflection of your own face shining in the brass and brass walls and floors. The ceilings are relatively short. Um, the newt is going for another side door and he's grabbing some weapons and calling out for assistance. 
used your action to dash, but you still have that wonderful six seconds of speech. Anything you'd like to say before this round concludes? Uh, I'm just going to call him a coward. I'm going to tell him, you're running away from a little raccoon? <laughs> what language? Uh, that's a good, uh, primordial. Oh, it works. It does. <laughs> yeah, so a variant dialect of the old ancient elder languages. You you just dig deep into your heart and just like there was a there was a really bad word I learned on the playground one time. And you bring that out and he looks back at you with eyes just open wide that you would speak this language. Um and he he goes for a weapon, but you can see that he is terrified and shaking. Nice. Ellie and Vladimir, you intend to follow your your sojourner friend into the room. Oh, absolutely. Nah, it's fine. I'm just kidding. Nah, no, I'm going. <laughs> I wait for you. He's like, got it. He's, he's got, got it. it. We'll look for that. Se- we'll look for that secret door while he's in there well, by himself. <laughs> work smarter, not harder. <laughs> and the door, the door closes behind you. This has been a production of Sojourners Awake. Thank you so much for following along. If you would like more wonderful background music and ambiance, visit www.tabletopaudio.com. If you would like more tips on Dungeon Master advice and playing this wonderful game, you can visit Sojourners Awake at www.sojournersawake.com. Continue to follow along with part six of Escape from Skull Island. And may your story continue. I'm going to uh, tough guy walk 30 feet. (laughs) That's why we thought you were a paladin.